of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Friday edition of the show with Mike the Big Zamboni. Baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, geez. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Why are we going to ask the people something? Oh, no. Never mind. Oh, we figured it was yeah, mean spirited. Yeah, yeah. It was mean spirited. No, what was it? It was the thing about oh. dweeby, dweeby people. First, I, we, no, were, well, we were enamored it. by the name dweeb. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out for a second here. Here's what we were thinking Steve. There was a story in, a, in our first dirt alert this morning about Alex Rodriguez, who has shed some 30 pounds and is showing off his hot new bod on social media. Oh, I didn't realize you were going to be so specific. Uh, that's what the dirt alert was. Someone I listen. who works in town. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, so I shouldn't have mentioned the name. That's why I thought it might be mean-spirited, but then uh, you're asking. Look, Alex Rodriguez doesn't need me to be a fan of him he doesn't know that i'm alive so he's okay i have respect for him he's accomplished a lot go timberwolves but i said <laughs> regrettably not really it just seems like a dweeb <laughs> like he's rich and powerful but dweeby and then i said talk about another guy who doesn't know that i exist nor care if i am a fan of his personality tons of people hate my personality Tiger Woods, if you catch him in a casual environment, the more he gets going, the less like, whoa, Sunday Tiger in red and the more dweeby guy. My brothers and I were talking about this over Christmas. Like, man, if once he throws his hat on backwards, he's like party Mike uh, in uh, in the office whenever Steve Carell <laughs> tries to become the cool version of himself and has this hat that he puts on backwards. <laughs> it I, just feels like that. I assume we're all kind of dorks like dorky yes but i what the 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 what's the the dissonance here is that these people look so cool because they're celebrities they're dressed in the finest stuff but in reality dweeby another example tom brady and i think this is again when you're such at a high level at something that you do and you see them do something at such a high level you just assume okay they must be the amazing great everything he is very dweeby when you start to talk to him <laughs> really? and start hearing him again in that social setting, just like Tiger Woods. Now, I have him less dweeby okay. than Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, that one troubles me the most because he looks so fierce. But, like, for instance, whenever he and Phil Mickelson years ago had their match on mm-hmm. TNT and they're mic'd up, it just came across kind of like, what's the words? Ham fisted and dweeby. No. <laughs> And, that's, and a, again, that's the same setting I'm talking about Tom Brady as well when Brady. he was doing the match because he did the same thing. I'm sure The Rock is the same way. No. No, 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 no. no. You bite your tongue. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Just poking Stand the down. All right, fine. But so we were going to open it up to like, who's a person that everybody thinks is just smooth as silk, but you're like, and maybe not like in a mean-spirited way. No. I'm not meaning this to like cut these people down, but it's like, Just like you think that they're cool and walking on clouds, but... They're just normal dweebs, cheesy dweebs like the rest of us. And again, I say this knowing people don't like me. That's okay. So I'm I'm in a very small way in the public eye. They're in the big public eye, so they got to know people think they're dweebs. When Tiger Woods turns his hat around, it's like 
It's like Clark Kent to Superman. You have him in red with the hat on forward playing golf. And even in some press conferences, he holds it together. He seems like machine-like, and here's what we tried. But he spins that hat around. He is party Mike in the office, and it just gets dweeby. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have a lot of, uh, you know, it's one of those things, the opposite. You know, there are people who mm, most people think are hot, but you're like, yeah, I don't get it. Right. Or vice versa. People are like, oh, yeah, that guy does nothing for me. And you're like, oh, man, this is you with Stephen Colbert. Well, I think everyone thinks he's attractive. I uh, uh, yeah okay. I'm happy for Stephen Colbert. That, like, I, I, mean, I heard you, you don't and Holly, look at him and go, "That's an ugly guy." Not You're an like, ugly That's guy. That's a good-looking guy. No, it's well. There's more of a gray area in between. It's not are they hot or ugly. I just was a little bit surprised that day to hear both you and Holly like staunchly defend. No, Stephen Colbert, hot. Because then you kept going so and so or Stephen Colbert. Yeah, and we'd go Stephen so and so. Like, or who Stephen do you want holding you on a couch at the end of the night? The Rock. Or Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. What about Chris Pratt or Stephen, Stephen Colbert? Colbert? What about Brad Pitt, modern day, or Stephen Colbert? Now you're getting tight there. So Colbert is neck and neck with Bradley Pitt. Bradley Cooper or Stephen Colbert? Colbert. Whoa. <sighs> He's just got an energy about him. Okay, careful. That what? No, you keep going. He's got an energy about him that is really like a light about him that makes him attractive. You seem like one of his sister wives now, how you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) He's got this aura. He does. He's got like a great energy that you feel like you want to be around. I agree with that, but I guess I'm underestimating how much women factor in personality when thinking of attractiveness. Right, but he is attractive. attractive. It's not like, ah, he's okay. It's like, here is an attractive man with a great personality and seems like a good person. I uh, this is great. This is fun. This we is great. Open the, the, the thing later. about Colbert is interesting. Is um, and I I love Stephen Colbert. And I think I, he's wickedly I funny. Rarely watch him. And I think he is, um, you know, like I don't think he's a bad looking guy. He's a good looking guy. But when you guys started talking about him, sort of under the hot umbrella, <laughs> I was a little bit taken off guard. I will admit. One of the reasons I think is, like, he's only ever had. He's had that timeless man haircut. Put sure. him in any generation, and whatever Colbert's hair is, it yeah. would fit. Yeah, for sure. Seventeen hundred, sure. You know what? That that's part of it. He's got a classic look about him. Okay, uh, who do you want to hold you on a couch, <laughs> Colbert or Clooney? Now again, that's a tight race. Okay, now th- I think also okay. they're similar in personality. And they've got similar looks, that classic, could be any year kind of look. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know Clooney, what I'm Clo- Swap Clooney and Cary Grant, and either of yeah, them could yeah. exist in either Exactly. Era. You know what? It's the same thing for women when they see, like, I worked with some guys, and they were describing this woman as, like, so hot. Like, And I'm thinking she's going to be, like, supermodel, whatever. And then you meet her, and you're like, oh, yeah, she's pretty, but 
Whoa, off the chart? Hot? I think we've said this one before, and I think you answered in a way that I didn't expect, but just to be clear, Chris Hemsworth or Stephen Colbert? I think Colbert. <laughs> so rather than the I mean, God Hemsworth of Thunder. Hemsworth is good looking. You know. He is very, he's like intimidatingly good looking. In fact, there was a time that I, I do not offer this as a name drop, but it is. Okay. When I interviewed Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's cute. And Chris Evans together. This was for the Avengers. And at the end, we got up and took a picture. And Donna, in the most fitting photograph ever taken, Stevie Boy, sandwich in between, Captain America <laughs> and Thor, both looking real, real good. We take one picture. They leave. Thank you, guys. Great interview. Good good, good luck on the movie. I'm blinking. Oh, Perfect. no. That exemplifies what was happening internally oh, for me at that ah. point. From just a confidence standpoint, I had my thick-rimmed uh, Rachel Maddow glasses on, too. A pocket square. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, he's a handsome guy. No doubt about it. Let me go through the rest of the event. Robert Downey Jr. or Stephen Colbert. Oh, I like, see, that's close, too. It's also a personality thing, too. Sure. I'll John, go Colbert. Johnny Depp or Colbert? Colbert. Huh. Hey, burp. We're out of time. Dang. Maybe we'll play this game someday next week. We'll get listeners on the line. Or we could open the phone lines right now and say, who's someone that maybe people don't think are hot that you think is hot? Maybe that's a stupid way to spend time on the radio. No, we've done that before, because I said, like, Benicio Del Toro. Who looks almost identical to Brad Pitt. I don't Look see that. that I'm going to show you during the break. I think you did. If you want to call us about anything, you can. We don't care. 651-641-1071. <laughs> Happy Friday. Oh, hi, it's Donna Valentine for Bradshaw and Bryant. Order in the court. Stop it, Steve. This Sorry. is serious I business. I was trying to add to it. My bad. Uh, Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. That, this is the place where they are dedicated to helping people under the most difficult of circumstances. Whether that means you're suffering from an injury as a result of an accident. Maybe you, God forbid, lost a loved one in a fatal accident. Maybe you're facing criminal charges. I'll tell you what. Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant assures that every legal tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. Uh, Mike not only understands the legal aspect of, say, personal injury, but as a parent, he also knows how it can affect families. Oftentimes, there's medical expenses, there's lost wages, there's um, uh, rehab costs, there's distress, and that can change things at home for everyone. You could get a hold of Mike or a member of his team for a free consultation to assess your case, and if you do have an actionable case, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. Make sure you find them today at Minnesota personalinjury.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. 
Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, guys. We're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. I can see the phone lines are just Absolutely lighting up, up crazy. Like a cartoon scene where they start buzzing off of the hook. Oh, yeah. Fred Flintstone with the shell. Yes. That looks like a fo- that's supposed to be a phone. Hello, please hold. Hello, please hold. Hello, please hold. Just kidding. Nobody called. No, nobody called, and we're fine with that. That worked and- up an appetite for me. Oh, yeah? Why don't we... Yeah, is that a drive-thru? That is a drive-thru. Let's pull over right there. Oh, you really want to? Oh, dang it. All right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. We broadcast this global show out of our studios here in Minneapolis and St. Paul, but we know it's global. And so if there are stories that come up elsewhere in the world, we'd like to share them because somebody could be listening from there. When there's a story that pertains to one of our hometowns, it always gets our attention. TTI Fridays just abruptly closed 36 stores. Stop it. Not all the stores, but 36. That's a chunk, right? That's a substantial amount. These were underperforming stores. Uh, This is in an attempt uh, to keep its ongoing growth strategy moving forward, which has also included a shakeup of its executive level team members and even selling some restaurants back to its former CEO, but they released a list of these closed restaurants to oh, CNN, man. which encompassed 12 states. But Donna? Yes. New Jersey. I'm looking at it. Hackensack. The most locations closed this in any one. given state this week of TGI Fridays, New Jersey. Seven TGI Fridays closed. Okay, I got to see if the one. Okay, so. Is the... yours still open? I don't know. It. I thought there was one in Clifton, New Jersey. Okay, so the first time TGI Fridays opened, it was kind of presented as like Friday nights at TGI Fridays. It's a bar. It's, you know, happy hour. And people would go, and it was more like a club from my recollection. And it was one of the first places that I got into with a fake ID. Oh, really? Yes. But it's a restaurant. Like, we think of it as a restaurant, right? But maybe you were trying to get up to the bar area. I thought I was just trying to get in the door. I don't feel like that's correct. Maybe on certain nights of the week. Like, this is early, early. I'm talking the 80s. I'm talking, like, okay, 83. So, I just have a recollection of my sister was going to TGI Fridays, and she's like, if you want to go, you can try. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, a bunch in Jersey. Look at that. Any here? Seven. Seven oh. closed. Uh, none here. No, no, no. None here. Okay. Um, I haven't been to one in a long time. I'm an Applebee's girl myself. I really like TGI Fridays. I used to eat there quite a bit when I was like a teen, not a teen, yeah, I guess teenager, early 20s. In uh, when I was out in California, it felt like the, uh, the, like one of my first big boy restaurants. You know, when you're a kid and yeah. you go to a sit down restaurant without your parents. Yeah, that was it. And I maintain that they have one of the most satisfying meals that was ever offered to me. And I don't think they sell it anymore. But if they do, please let me know so I can run to a Friday's today. Steak on a stick is what it was called. Huh. And it was steak. On a stick. No. It's like bull bites. 
Yes. Yes. Similar to that. And there was like a Jack Daniels sort of a sweetened sauce on there. Oh, it was to die for. And TGI Friday's fries, I can see them now. I can taste them. Crinkle? Not crinkle. No, no, no. Oh, gosh, I want some right now. They have good fries. Applebee's, since you brought it up, I believe it's Applebee's that has Southwestern egg rolls. Yes, they do. Son of yes, a they gun. Do. I know, right? <laughs> and whatever that <laughs> dipping sauce is that uh, they give you there, bleep, is that good. Hmm, too bad I can't eat any of that anymore. Donna, what? listen, you're you're just on an early part of your pre-diabetic journey. Thank you. The doctor's going to free you up to eat egg rolls at some point, right? <laughs> well, like uh, Doc, yes. just give it to us straight. Can she eat the egg rolls yet? Only if they're not fried. What do you call those spring rolls that are not fried, that are in like the... In the saran wrap? Yes. I don't know. Those are my favorite. And whenever there's an egg roll or something or a spring roll on the menu, it's like, are they fried? Yes, they are. Stop it. Why do you have to fry everything? Well, many people say because of the taste enhancement, but I get you. Tastes oily. I don't like the taste of oil. Anybody? I don't don't feel like I taste the oil. Yeah, those little, the, uh, the, what are those? The see-through crispy. wrap. Yeah, what is that called? Fi- not those, Philo, no. Those aren't, are they spring rolls? They're spring rolls. They're fresh spring rolls. Is that, I don't know about not that. Not that garbage that you eat. Uh, anyway. Let me see. What What are the spring rolls? I love that. Steve just live that are research. This is what the listener who's driving right now wants us to do. They're like, you got to solve this. Tie this loop for us. I think they're just spring rolls, fresh spring rolls. Dang it. <laughs> so then I guess we just find out. So, hmm. What do you call What if Un- they fried those? No. No. Nope. Well, they got to put a batter on the ones that are fried, That's right? That's right. How do they make that? I don't know. I'd like to see how a fry. How, how about an egg roll? Anybody? How is an egg roll made? <clears throat> how do they make? Hmm. So what do they wrap it in before they fry it? You know, is it wrapped in like a like a doughy yes probably some kind of rice thing and by the way rice paper is what it uh spring rolls fresh ones are wrapped in okay it's a wheat flour skin is what they Mm -hmm. wrap the egg rolls in and then they fry that now there's a chance that we're getting egg roll soup today (gasps) because we asked for it by name yesterday that would satisfy me because right now looking at these spring rolls this all started with southwestern egg rolls Looking at all of this is giving me, I think my most intense craving hmm. comes for Asian food. It might be that umami. Yeah, maybe you're, you need some sodium or something. Umami. Umami. Yeah. It's, it's usually bedroom talk for me and Lou. No, but ew. No, no. I, but, but it's, you know, there's like like sushi. I crave sushi in a way that I don't crave a burger. It like hits me and I'm like, I must go get sushi. Hmm. Fascinating. Thank you for sharing that very deep and private thought. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. That's our telephone number, and you can call it now if you want to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That game when we come back on Don and Steve on my talk. Hi Donna here. 
<laughs> Hi, Donna. Hey, me. Um, I want to talk to you guys about Blaze Credit Union. Here's what happened. Spire and Highway Credit Union merged on January 1st. So now the credit union is called Blaze. I happen to be a member of Blaze. Steve just left the room, but he's a member as well. And listen, they've got loans to borrow for any purpose. For example, Blaze finances new cars, used cars, and they get that loan done fast. They also have extended warranty plans with much better coverage and at a lower cost than you'll probably get at the dealers. Blaze has home loans, home equity loans, free checking. I mean, like seriously, there are no monthly maintenance fees. Plus, all Blaze credit cards give back 0.25% of your purchases to our local community. In fact, the program, uh, since it started, has given back nearly $2 million. Here's what you can do. Uh, Find one of their 26 branches across Minnesota. BlazeCU.com. Blaze, by the way, is insured by NCUA, an equal opportunity housing lender. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got our caller on the line. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. You indeed were smarter yesterday, Donna, as you got the victory. You pulled within one point of Steve. We could end this first week of the year at a deadlock tie. If you get another win today, Steve leads two to one. And today is a, a day we are celebrating. It's National Bird Day. Big bird guy over yep, here. Yeah, love birds. So we're chatting birds and pop culture. Mm. And Carrie's going to play along with us mm. today. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Carrie Hello. Hi. Hi. Happy Friday. What are you up to today? I'm just taking a break from work. <laughs> are you working at home or at work work? Yep, at home. Nice. That's sweet. Home I wish is, I worked at home. Home is where the heart is. Sure is. Right? Mm. <laughs> uh Carrie, what kind of work do you do from home? Uh, I basically work in like medical claims. You know, Carrie, let me ask oh, you a question. God, here we go, Carrie. No, no, no. This has nothing to do with <laughs> any medical. No, this isn't it. about medical ailments. But uh, the other night, I had I had uh, needed to call an airline late at night after I realized they had made a mistake, and mm-hmm. so it was literally one thirty a.m. ish, and I have to make this call. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And a woman answered the phone, and I thought, based on the total lack of ambient noise around her, I assumed this woman picked up her phone in her living room 
Do you believe that is the case? Oh, probably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it could be lawyers are always answer. You know, on call if someone gets a DUI in the middle of the night or something. You know, they're in bed. I know. It just anything. wasn't like the uh, the call center that you expect when you're calling customer sure. service for a major airline. It just very much felt like. Yes, hang on one second. Let me mute the TV. What does Carrie have to do with this? Well, she's working from home doing <laughs> medical claims, <laughs> okay. and people probably think they're calling into some big medical <laughs> building. And she lives in friggin' St. Louis Park or something. Oh, I don't take calls. No, I don't take calls. I, it's all online. Oh. I, I call out. I rarely get calls in. Which oh, that nice. sounds amazing. Yeah, are you hiring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. With that, um, we're very happy that you called. Thank you very much for listening to the show. The topic yeah. is birds in pop culture. Would you like mm. to team up with Donna, who has killed a few different birds, or me? <laughs> One time, you're labeled for life. Got to go with Donna. Yes! Despite all that. All right. Thank you, Carrie. All right, we'll try to do this together, okay? Bye, Steve. All right, all right Carrie, you're going to go on hold. Steve's going to step outside, and we are going to chat about some birds in pop culture for today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Donna? Yes. You ready to give it a roll? I guess. All right, let's see how it goes. We begin with this one. I say, I say, pay attention. That's a joke, son. This tallest of the regular Looney Tunes gang was inspired by a fictional politician from a 1940s radio show. Okay, I know Chicken Hawk is a little one, and the other one is something something. I'll get back to you. This legendary actress and new all Minnesota native starred in the 1963 Hitchcock film The Birds. Uh, Tippi Hedren. Uh, keeping it local, the song Surfin' Bird hit number four in 1963. It was recorded just five miles from where you currently sit by this Minnesota group. Oh, God. Uh, oh, uh, Surfin' Bird. Surfin' Bird. Surfing bird is uh, uh, the time. I don't know. Uh, I say, I say, pay attention. That's a joke, son. The tallest of the regular Looney Tunes gang. And something, something. I can't remember his name. All right, you got help though. You got Carrie on the the line. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna bring Carrie back in here. (laughs) Carrie, you heard uh, she she struggled with a couple of them, I think, but uh, she she gave us a confident answer with that second one, Tippy Hedren. How do you feel about that one? You good with that one, Carrie? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go to the first one. I say, I say, pay attention. That's a joke, son. This tallest of the regular Looney Tunes gang was inspired by a fictional politician from this 1940s or from a 1940s radio show. Do you know which Looney Tunes character that is? The big rooster. Do you remember his name? (laughs) Oh, shoot. I just remembered it. Um, (gasps) Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's a very All funny right. name. All right. Oh we'll, we'll, we'll go to the last one then. Keeping it local, the song Surfing Bird hit number four in 1963. It was recorded five miles from uh, where Donna's currently sitting, and it uh, was from this Minnesota group. I think it's a Trashman. I know weird, random trivia sometimes. Trashman. You're going to go with Trashman? That's what you're going to change your answer yeah. to? Sounds good. We'll put Carrie on hold. Damn it. I hope Steve doesn't get that first one. Can I tell you what I think? What it is. is it? Foghorn Leghorn. That's what I think. We'll okay. see what happens. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I know it doesn't count. Something tells me you might still be okay. We'll see. Hey Steve. Come on, bird talk, everybody. That was fun. <laughs> Very fun, Steve. Okay. All right, everybody. Hi. Hi. I, I was looking over Bradley um, and Don's shoulders there as they were watching a Gypsy Rose interview. Oh, yeah, that what happened this morning, right? Oh, I uh, thought it was it... ABC News, so yeah. maybe it aired this morning and maybe yep. a longer form tonight on 2020. Can't wait. All right, let's run through this again. We're playing uh, College Pop Culture Knowledge, all about birds in pop culture. 
Okay. Steve? I'm ready. Ready to roll? Okay, let's yeah. start with this one here. I say, I say, pay attention. That's a joke, son. <laughs> this tallest of the regular Looney Tunes gang was inspired by a fictional politician from a 1940s radio show. Rooster Cogburn. This legendary actress and New Wall, Minnesota native starred in the 1963 Hitchcock film, The Birds. I don't know. Keeping it local, the song Surfin' Bird hit number four in 1963. It was recorded five miles from where you're currently sitting by this Minnesota group. Surfin' Bird Group. I say that bar, 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 the bird is a bar. You got 10 seconds. Uh, We're going to go with the middle one as Judy Garland. Okay, anything else you'd like? And this one as... The Papas. All right. <laughs> Let's run through these answers. I wanted here. the birds question to be what Hitchcock movie, and then I would say the birds. Sorry. That would have been just a little too easy, I think. Uh, this one uh, changed it up a little bit. We'll start with the first one. I say, I say, pay attention. That's a joke, son. <laughs> this tallest of the regular Looney Tunes gang was inspired by a fictional politician from a 1940s radio show. Neither of you. Could come up with the correct answer oh, no. of Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. I thought of it after. Yeah, Donna did I get it after. Count, but I was like, darn it. I got to look up who oh, Rooster so- Cogburn is. Foghorn Leg Leghorn. He's pretty good at Space Jam, too, because of his height. You know, Hilarious. all the rest of them are so oh, short. He's got a little bit funny. of height. Rooster Cogburn is a John Wayne Western. Ah! <laughs> Let's jump to number uh, two. This legendary actress and New Ulm, Minnesota native starred in the 1963 Hitchcock film The Birds. She, of course, is the grandmother of Dakota Johnson, the mother of Melanie Griffith. She is Tippi Hedren, and you got it right, Donna. Yes! Woo! From New Ulm, Minnesota. Hey, uh... Wow. What up? <laughs> a 1-0 lead heading into the final one. Keeping it local, the song Surfin' Bird hit number four in 1963. It was recorded five miles from where the two of you currently sit by this Minnesota group. Both Don and Steve could not get it right, but guess who has heard Ooh, that the bird is the it. word? The Trashman, the Carrie. correct answer, and Carrie wow, got it. Terry. Nice job. Terry, that is amazing. Now, when you say five miles, Mike, what does that mean? Oh, uh, that they were at the K Bank uh, Studios. They recorded here in Minnesota. They're, the Trash Band's a Minnesota group. K Bank Studios. That was a classic, one of the earliest studios in the country. Wow. They were known as. <laughs> yeah, the Trashmen were known as like the uh, the best surf group that was uh, water, you know landlocked because oh, it was from Minnesota, gosh. but they did all surfing hits back in the sixties. Okay, okay, or you're my best friend, hits. Carrie. Nice job, Carrie. Thank nice job, Carrie. Dad had the record. I think that's why it's in my head. I bet he had the record. We oh, love sure. that. Yes. <laughs> Yay! Listen, have a great weekend. Stay on the line because Mike's going to get your info. Okay. Great. Glad I could win for you, Donna. Thank you so much. Okay. Yay. Me too. All tied up now after that victory there for Donna. Two, two. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I need, I need, I need help. Let me say this. What? If you are an independent songwriter and you feel like you're having writer's block, I encourage you today to pull up the lyrics to Surf and Bird by the Trashman. Can we hear some? And realize no matter where you are in your songwriting process, you're good. <laughs> oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. But, 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 bird, 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 but, bird's the word. Oh, well, a bird, bird, bird. The bird is the word. Oh, well, a bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is the word. <laughs> that goes into. <laughs> there is a refrain <laughs> where they get lyrical. 
Awella, don't you know about the bird? Well, everybody knows that the bird is the word. And of course, see what movie is this from? Dumb and Dumber. And Fred Claus. Oh, yeah! Oh, that's what I should have watched. That's right, yes! Full Metal Jacket as well, but yeah, Fred really? Claus, yeah. Full Metal Jacket? That was dark. So again, if you're out there and you're like, I just can't figure out the bridge for this song. You're Don't good. worry about it. You're fine. You're fine. By Can the way, just... if you're like, do they ever go off a bird? They do, but only when they go to pa 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 ooh ma ma pa pa ooh ma ma pa pa pa. That's awesome. Can we get Can to we... the pa 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 pa? No, we're gonna do the tiebreaker. Wait, I want the pa 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 pa. Sounds like your head. What's inside your head every day? <laughs> <laughs> this is totally you every morning. <laughs> oh oh my God, we have to get that on our button bar. That is awesome. Let's check it with Steve's brain now. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you got to get that done if got you don't it. mind. All right, oh, uh, tiebreaker, real quick. Let's real quick, tiebreaker. Yes, if it would have come down to this again, birds and pop culture, also introduced in 1963, and also originally voiced by Mel Blanc. Donna Tweedy. No, damn it. This character had an American accent with Blanc, and then his more traditional British British accent didn't come until seven years later. He is known for the phrases like "follow your nose." It always Donna, knows. Who can Sam? Who can Sam is the correct answer. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Originally voiced by Mel Blanc, which, by the way, he also originally voiced. Uh, I say, I say, I say, pay I say. attention, son. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. He did, he did and so many voices. Oh, I loved Foghorn so Leghorn, voices. and I knew that name. Just didn't come to me. I confidently said Rooster Cogburn, <laughs> thinking it was Foghorn Leghorn. Meanwhile, I thought I, thought I was 100% Wayne. right. Wow. That's unfortunate, Steve. Okay, bye-bye now. When we come back, Donna has a uh, found something, uh, a reason why you should check your photos. Oh, boy. Before you post your photos. Yeah. yeah we'll get yeah, into yeah. that story when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jerry Ray. That's the road. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, boy, what a journey. I tell you. Any nice emails coming in? I haven't checked. Let me check. Yeah, why do I have to be email lady? Okay, listen. <sighs> you you pride yourself in how much you respond to listener because emails. Because I feel Guilt. a service to our listeners to acknowledge them and let them know that they are loved and heard. Not Donna like and Steve. You. Donna, congrats on the win today. Thank you. Your dry January is going to make you your mind more clear. Yeah, it and is. And I think you will be better at these games and thinking under pressure. Okay, well, P.S., I'm not P.S., you like... always seemed kind of drunk at work. Thank you, Rachel. It does not say that. Uh, well, I don't know how much clearer I'm going to... It's not like I'm like drinking a gallon of whiskey every night. Don and Steve in the great city of Woodbury... 
not in Minnesota anymore. R.I.P. TGI Fridays. Wow, we don't have a Fridays in Minnesota? I thought we had one. One that I was aware of. What? That can't be correct. All the TGI Fridays in San Diego closed about eight years ago. I was sad. This really isn't a surprise to me. That from Teresa. Thanks, T. Anything else? Sarah wrote a contrarian email. She's I'm your best friend. shocked. <laughs> we were talking about the hotness of Stephen Colbert. We were Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said this argument is futile. Futile? What what's your my only other choice is to say futile. That's fine. What is fine? I accept either. This argument is futile. <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That is true. Grammar. Steve, these ones makes me cringe. Me too. As my grandkids know. The plural of this one is these. I'm assuming that means I said these ones at some point. Absolutely. What do you mean, absolutely? I don't know. I just assumed. Stanley mugs. Ryan writes, dang, these mugs. My daughter, 10 years old, got a giant water jug, a mug, and a noodle holder for Christmas. What's a noodle holder? Do you know about these, Mike? I don't know about these at all. Oh, my God. It's noodle holders? Friends. Well, the Stanley Cups. Not not the NHL Stanley Cup. Yeah. The Stanley Mug? Mm-hmm. The tumbler? I don't know. So there's a noodle holder, too? What is this? Uh, what do you call that? Not Tupperware, but Pampered Chef? I love Pampered Chef. I kind of like them, too. I would... I, I actually just used a Pampered chef thing, chef, chef thing, a steamer in the microwave to steam broccoli last night. You know what I've I think I would like? I've had it for like 20-something years. What would you like? I think I would like to host a Pampered Chef party. Okay, well, so many people out there listening can make that happen. It feels like it would be fun. Yeah, but you also have to, to host it, you have to be a part of it. Mm-mm. No? You just no. have to have it at your house? Yeah. And then, and then Jean, your pushy friend who's trying to get you in her scheme, she comes over and is like, all you got to do is just open your house up. And then you op- she opens the house, and then she's like, look, now we're peeling and coring and, the apple. And spiraling. Oh, I love that thing. <laughs> I just really, I'd like to see what does Pampered Chef have today that I don't know about. I haven't been to a Pampered Chef party in 15 years. Wow, I don't think I've ever been to one. I've been to two. My mom hosted one, which I thought was the cat's meow. She told me I had to stay in the back of the house until <laughs> like late in the party after the party had already gone through. All right, we're going to shop online right now, everybody. Then I came through and saw all the fun things. And there were just like a bunch of her fun church lady friends. There was just like a really fun energy. Cute. I remember that. And then um, my my wife and I were invited to a friend's pampered chef party like 15 years ago. We were like, look at us. We're adults. Someone's having a pampered chef party. That's amazing. They got knives. They've got uh, prep and store system sets. They've got a garlic prep tool. Things that you can do just with what you already have in your kitchen. But whatever. Donna. What? The point. <laughs> you Don't. I'm don't, looking at $25 and under. Don't. You don't shop online for Pampered Chef. The joy of Pampered Chef is the person who's leading the party and is demonstrating how these things work. It's like a trade show or an infomercial. Oh, there's a jar opener. You oh. see these cutting boards? 
they yeah. have cutting boards with this little the tray that sits underneath them that oh, slides yeah. out. So you like cut up your onions, slide off the tray, put them in that, and then you shut that. And then you go with your peppers, oh. put that in a tray, and you shut it. It's like whoa, that's pretty neat. That I will give nifty. you that. Okay, Th- this is neat too. Wait, hold on. Where did it go? I like this can strainer. Mm. If just I put it right over the can. can- you put it over the can and then just turn the can upside down perks for january hosts of a party it says on the pampered chef website get a free four quart plastic mixing bowl when you hold and submit your party by january 15th and earn 230 dollars or more in free products when guest sales are 650 dollars or more and I could get select cookware for 60% off. You know we're going to get in trouble for this. The bigger the party, the bigger the rewards. Huh. Um, that all came from an email, did it not? What? <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. It sure did, Steve. Thanks, guys. Donna Bye. and Steve, Robin writes, Zing Zang is the best. That's good. Mr. and Mrs. T's is the other one that's really good. Yep. And they have a spice one, too. I have a Bubba cup. Just as good as a Stanley. That's from Robin. Robin says, 75 my Bubba cup. Somebody else said, oh, I wish I saved my dad's Stanley Thermos. Uh, Stanley Thermos, right? Yes. From back yeah. in the day. I think my dad had one, too. Yeah. Oh, I love a good Thermos. I'm picking out a Thermos for you. Sarah also said the Stanley mugs, uh, I get the reason for the shape is to fit into a cup holder in one's car, but would they not tip over easily on a flat surface? Yeah, it I don't like get it. it. No, no, they don't. What? They don't. I oh, don't know sorry, how to explain the engineering to you guys, but it's not like everything with a handle just keeps tipping over. Lisa said, whoa, Steve. Huh? Did you just put that out there? Those aggressive pampered chef reps are going to be hounding you today. <laughs> Well, I'd rather hear from the Pampered Chef people. Um, you know, we were talking about pyramid schemes over Christmas and how someone in my family, in my extended family, had become a uh, a pyramid scheme, a multi-level marketing person. Sure. And those work well for some people, and they find that it's a nice way for them to work on a flexible schedule sure, and all so that. Until you so, realize you're in a cult. <laughs> but, yeah, they can also really be bridge burners. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know? a whole thing. I had a story about Halle Berry. TGI Fridays in Maplewood still oh, open. Boy. Okay, That's from Ann. Yeah, there are uh, five, t- uh, six around the area. Wow. Missy said, uh, hey, guys, I'm a pampered chef celebrating 26 years. Sadly, I live in Arizona, so I can't do the in-person party. Mm. Uh, we're getting lost. Anything else? Oh, we got, yeah. Why uh, are we talking about this? Chrysanthi is a pampered chef. I think they call themselves like, hi, I'm a pampered chef. Yeah, because all you're meaning is I'm pampered. No, none of you are actual chefs. You're right. all home cooks, but pampered home cook doesn't sound as good. Anyway, Halle Berry took a picture. And in the picture, it appears to be some type of scat by her foot. Maybe she didn't know it was there. Maybe she didn't realize it looked like that. Maybe it's just a rock. What if people don't know what a scat is, Donna? Poo. You mean that's your attitude to people who don't know what a scat is, or no. is that what it is? <laughs> it's what it is. It's poo. It's some kind of poo. It could be... Where did this picture go? I saw it earlier today. Where'd it go? Oh, just click on the linky link. 
says, and this is why you should check your photos yeah. before posting. Yeah. Okay? So get off my back. But yours is because you think, yours isn't because you think there might be crap on the floor. It's because I look like crap. Donna. Thank you. Why don't we take a break? Uh, sure. We have guests coming in, sitting supers. Yay! So we'll go and welcome them in. And then we have got fun stuff coming up. A jam-packed hour three. Yeah, coming your do. way, Donna and Steve. My God.